Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Are We Friends, the podcast by, no, featuring. You, you want to start over? I was laughing in that intro. Uh, no laughter allowed. Okay, 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 okay. Welcome to Are We Friends, the podcast. I am Sean. I am Meg. <laughs> this today... is our podcast. <laughs> uh, today, well, we're going to be talking about Lord of the Rings. Yes. And because... we did not just score some great Hobbit weed. We're just no. dumb. We're just dumb. No nice pipe weed. No good ale as an excuse. Just struggling, <laughs> but we are coming off the back of a marathon of yes. the Lord of the Rings movies at Extended your house. Edition. Extended edition. We of had course. like nice backlighting behind the TV. We mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. good food. Sean made like this great hash, which I don't think I mentioned, but I'm I'm gonna add that to my like weekly. Okay, I, I didn't want to say it. But no one commented on the hash at all. No what? one said anything to me. I went in for like seconds and thirds. Okay, no, because Charlie told me, "Oh, good job, you know, good job, Sean." You know, because you know, Charlie's looking out for me. But I Skyler I said, said nothing. Eric mm. ate you it. No, Skyler is not a um, <laughs> veggie man, and you know, Eric is. That's not, why like I cook Skyler's veggies on the side. Affirmations. I cook. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yes. true. But His I love language is love yelling at me and then <laughs> la- getting drunk and then yelling at me again. But this time saying, Sean, I only yell at you because I love you. That's, <laughs> That's accurate. And yeah. he says something like, I hate you so much, but we should talk more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Eric was there. <clears throat> Eric was there. There was some drinking. Uh, we sucked the mustache on the TV. I made some stew. Stew. Well, imagine stick them in a. But the stew had no taters, to be clear. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it was really good. You, the Thank the you. meat, very tender. Well done. Well yeah, done. The, I liked it. I mean, I use stew meat. I don't actually know how to cook meats. I always ruin them. Um, that worked. I mean, I saw you in there. You, you know, you were getting a nice, nice outer Seer. crustiness on it first yeah. you know before popping it in you know that's yeah yeah some s- chefs would be proud the, all the big oh, ones thank you all the big ones who all the big ones do you know what i didn't make which i was going to was cobbler yeah cobbler although i had changed it to i was going to do um uh, instead of peach cobbler i was doing a strawberry crumble which are not the same, but one is a little easier. <laughs> and I just, I woke up just not really wanting peaches. I was kind of just not in a peach mood. Also, do you really that's think, fine. like, would would hobbits have peaches? You know, that's like... Yeah, kind of? Would they? I guess, I, I guess like they... They would. They don't really <clears throat> talk about their orchards much. We know they have apples. Yeah. And I just assumed strawberry, like berries, you know, they're kind of a yeah. foraging type society peaches? <laughs> i don't know just peaches is very tropical right i don't know I, I don't i don't even know where peaches come from <laughs> i don't know 
I know nothing. I don't, you know, whatever. But I didn't make it because I was full and... (laughs) No, that's fair. We had so much food. We had so much food, Eric couldn't finish his food. I know, which is pretty bonkers. Yeah. That's when you know you've hit the cap. (laughs) (laughs) I was, um... So, okay, we, 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 this came about, this came about, why did this come about? So, it was Hobbit Day last month, not that long ago. Couldn't make it. Yeah, we couldn't make it happen around there, so we pushed it back, but we, this is, so, how often do you watch the movies? Uh, I feel like whenever someone suggests it and tries to get like a more than three party in on it because i i don't know if i talked about this on the podcast with you but i definitely mentioned it to you that i started to watch the series by myself because i was gonna have my own like hobbit day while Skyler was gone and i just had like (laughs) i was so close to a panic attack when the ring wraith started you know coming so i (laughs) i i i just tend to like i would like to watch it more than i do but i don't think i can stand because it's such a like it's not and i i don't want to draw comparisons as if they're on the same level because they're not but if i want to like do a harry potter marathon by myself that's extremely doable but the Lord of the Rings series is just so saturated with PTSD and darkness and, like, wartime fuckery that I just can't, like... It's just such a sinky feeling in my heart mm. that I, I... Watching it, I need to, like, have other people around me or else I'm going to go into a spiral. <laughs> that was a very convoluted answer to your question, but no, I don't watch answer. it all that often. It was a thorough answer. I love I, I, Thoreau. I love Thoreau. I, I like <laughs> Mr. Henry David, Henry David Thoreau. Thoreau. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Walden, that's him, right? <laughs> I like Walden. What walking a... in the woods or something. He We talked about him on our, our walking episode. Yeah. Yeah. One of our first successful recordings. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I think my audio was a little jacked. Nah, that's okay. That's no that's big deal. Uh, that's fine i like lord of the rings yes you do. okay i uh, last time last time i watched them charlie and i early on we watched them not we didn't marathon them but we watched them um over the course of like two days yeah. i think yeah um and that was nice and then i was actually i was trying to think about it earlier like what is my my true history of just the films ignoring the books just for a sec just the films because i can't i'm pretty sure that we owned like the theatrical release on mm-hmm. like vhs when i was a kid wow because uh, i i swear i can i can still like picture the front of it but i'm not positive i know that my cousins uh had the blu-ray extended oh. edition set uh, so that was fun. We'd always like pop one of those on when we were younger, and I distinctly remember watching Return of the King in theaters. But I would have been eight, 
mm-hmm. when it came out and that just doesn't seem super likely but like the the does quality of the memory does feel like an eight-year-old eight like i was eight at the time you know yeah a 19 year old memory however old i am yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and i re- remember we went we watched it, it at a, th- a theater in seattle and mm-hmm. went to my cousins afterwards and i was just like i am aragorn <laughs> hands down that's who i'm going to be and that's who i am right now where is my sword <laughs> maybe i need to take sword fighting lessons or something Dude, like i need to the, i need to go outside in a cape these not movies cape were the cloak. reason why i took up archery really yeah like nice. i watched this i saw legolas and i was like i am a hobbit but i'm gonna fucking do elf shit <laughs> Dude, see that like obviously there was a period in human history where we were reliant on weaponry of that kind medieval yes. weaponry ancient weaponry swords and Are bows you and arrows a D in but weaponry did i put one in there you said weaponry like three times yeah i mean that's probably how i say it i, I don't know weaponry weaponry <laughs> okay weaponry i'll let weaponry. it slide for now weaponry whatever stop you whatever continue <laughs> whatever uh but i feel like if it, if it was just history that we were relying on not a lot of people would give a shit about archery and swords like if we're just like oh well the ancient babylonians had you know bows and arrows and that was pretty sweet i feel like it wouldn't be because now like it's it's common for people to do archery you know mm-hmm. you go to like every camp summer camp yeah. every summer camp ever and they got archery and people are like i took archery or i like you know swords swords are cool people own swords and put them on their walls for no reason <laughs> there's nothing to you're never going to fight someone with that but we just we like it and we owe it all maybe not explicitly to tolkien but i feel like just fantasy high fantasy yeah. yeah it just there is something it's that like romanticism of it you know it's mm-hmm. very oh it's very nice yes i did archery too for the same reason pretty much <laughs> but you were but you're supposed to be a man you're supposed to be yeah, Aragorn. Man. well i could be a legalist too a little bit sure yeah you're supposed to eat disgusting fish soup because you yeah. can't cook it yourself <laughs> <laughs> I wish that that scene had been flipped and Aragorn had brought soup he made to her. Yeah. And then she had to hide how disgusting it was. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense for a woman to not be able to cook. To cook? She needs to be able to cook. Actually, she was a high class, wasn't she? So she didn't really have to spend time in the kitchen. Well, yeah. She was the the king's sister, sister, sister daughter. Um, and like shield maiden of Rohan, I don't know the mark. Wrong. I don't know. Whatever. I don't, we're. I I, I I don't know my loader lore at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say we're. This is not an, an episode of a podcast where we're doing a deep dive into, you know, the fucking lore. Because we're both pretty casual <laughs> fans, you know. Yeah, like I feel like more... you're less casual than I am. I think I've taken... I have... There's a bit of me that wants to be 
just up an expert, a go-to Tolkien expert. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have the dedication, and most of the time, I I just I just I don't have the desire's not strong enough. But it sounds cool. I like the idea of, <laughs> and I really like the universe. I've I'm you know, like yeah, many millions very, of people. It's yeah. a very well written universe, and yeah. I think because of that, it's kind of like a daunting journey to be a Tolkien expert. Shout out, Eric. Um, Shout out, Eric. I would love to read. I mean, part of it is I just, I didn't, for most of my life, I knew there was The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. And I read those. And then it turns out there's The Silmarillion. Mm -hmm. And so then eventually I got around to reading that and I was like, nice, now I'm all caught up. Then I learned (laughs) there's all sorts of things. And, you know, all them most... I you know published posthumously as the Silmarillion was, mm-hmm. uh, and but then like you have Eric quoting random ass like letters <laughs> that Tolkien wrote to people. You know, <laughs> it's like I don't yeah. I don't I I want to read stories, and mm-hmm. I'll pick up like pieces of lore, but I'm not. I don't you know I I don't need yeah. I I this is some this is something I noticed during the movie, and I want to see I, I want to get your thoughts on it. Sure. Skylar. Yes. And Eric. Yes. You know, would talk. Skylar would have a an issue with a a point of the movie. And he'd be like, Why is it this way? And then Eric would be like, Here's the reasoning. Mm-hmm. And then Skylar would say, That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And I feel like this this came up in our what I believe was were considered we're considering an aborted Harry Potter episode. Uh, but Skylar's questioning of the lore and like passing of judgment on decisions of characters and stuff. I feel like I don't do that. And it applies to Lord of the Rings a lot. Like if I, if I'm reading something about <laughs> Lord of the Rings, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something specific. I don't know, like the origin of the dwarves or something or like uh-huh. why, you know, why, fuck why don't they just throw the ring into the ocean and i mm-hmm. get a decent i get some sort of in universe you know reasoning for it i just mm-hmm. i accept it i'm like nice okay cuz in my head it's not my job to question it you know that's not why i'm there i'm there to like immerse myself in the story so if you know they say it played out this way for this reason i'm like nice yeah, it's kind of like the why don't they just use the eagles to take the ring to Mardar? It's like, well, fuck. Well, I mean, for 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 one thing, there wouldn't be an awesome book about their adventure. So, yeah. yeah. And then if you do want more reasoning, because I like I know I've I've like read about it. You know, everyone has their theories, and I think now this is this is where Eric would be helpful because I'm fairly certain that Tolkien commented on it while alive. But maybe not. I don't know. But, you know, there's like, there's reasons. There's reasons. I'm not going to get into them because I can't defend them. (laughs) Yeah. I am. I think you might have said this in the probably not going up Harry Potter episode as well. That you kind of just take things at face value and you don't question the system and you don't 
really, you know, care how things are because that that's how they were given to you. And to, yeah, to be clear, this is within f- fantasy books, <laughs> not not like everyday life. I oh, yeah, question, yeah, yeah. I yeah, question yeah. a lot. But yeah, yeah. With the, you know. I figured I figured the context. I, would I hope be I hope. But I, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people, some people, some people don't get it. Anyway, I, <laughs> fuck, what was I saying? You take things at face value. Yeah. And I do too. It is, you know, I feel like it shows some sort of like character growth personally when I can, you know, grow up, still enjoy Harry Potter, but question the things that don't make sense to me literature wise but otherwise like if i think about it too much then it's going to ruin the magic for me um yeah it's like the bible (laughs) (laughs) it's really nice until you actually start to think about it take that christians (laughs) (laughs) um yeah Okay, that was like a perfect cap I feel like I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Let's, you know, even though we both tend to, you know, we're, we're immersing ourselves in the world. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean, especially as we've gotten older, we see issues in the movies mm-hmm. or in the, the works as a whole. You know, we have... We have problems and i i want you to tell me yours just with the the movies once again just with the just movies the, just the films like issues you have with them parts you don't like i feel know. like and this is a very like revisionist take on it but i feel like if it weren't the early 2000s there would be more of a i guess racial variation on the cast Mm -hmm. and that would have been cool to see someone whose skin was more like mine in a big franchise movie like that Uh, but again revisionist i don't care i love all of the cast members equally um i also think some of the cgi does not hold up some of the CGI is good for the early 2000s, probably because they had like a, I don't know how much their budget was, but I can't imagine for something this big, it would be like, you know, small. So I think it was all right for 2001, 2002, 2003, but some of it. Again, just like hindsight is twenty twenty, some of it, like, you can see when Frodo runs into the, um, fucking, what's it called? The mountain, Mount Doom, Baradur, that he kind of, like, slides, and I didn't notice until Eric fucking pointed it out to me, <laughs> that he slides, because he's not actually, like, they didn't actually green screen the location but transposed him running into the cgi background if that makes sense yeah um but it's just you know it's very little stuff there's not much that i dislike about the movies like at all they're they're 
almost literally cinematic marvels you know they i just just i I want you to guess how much and and i know that like they kind of like shot all the movies at the same time so like the budgeting thing's kind of weird but i'm I'm gonna go buy movie how much do you think the fellowship of the ring cost to make i don't know how to approximate budgets okay um the first hobbit movie Wait, have you seen the first Hobbit movie? Yeah, I've seen all the Hobbits. Okay, the first Hobbit movie cost $180 million. Okay. So what, what do you think the Fellowship cost? There's no way they broke like $100 million. Am I yeah. stupid? No, no, you're right. Or, or like $60 million? It, it was ninety three million, okay. or it was roughly two hundred and eighty million split between the three movies. Okay, that's which, in my bad. mind, is like, I mean, it's obviously not a low budget film. Yeah, but but I'm just going to say that you know, The Hobbit was. Eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I can't like. <laughs> I don't want to shit on it too much because that was like I actually watched something Lord of the Rings related in the cinema and I was like really excited about it and yeah. it wasn't great but I was like this is like the little bit of loader you know joy that I get um since the first three movies came out um but yeah it wasn't great and that's it, a lot of money to just <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I saw The Hobbit in in theaters in a, like, we marathoned them. But, uh, nice. Three, three, three movie, however many hour My parents thing. didn't huh? let me see the third movie in theaters. What? Why? It was probably, I think, I think they said it was too long. So they, like, went to, like, a night showing and they came home and they told me everything. And I, I just remember distinctly, like, my mom saying, like, Pippin opens the blanket and Sauron's eye, yada, yada. And I'm like, holy fuck, Pippin. <laughs> you fucking fool. Fucking but, fool, Pippin. Yeah. No, I'm kind of sad that I didn't get to see it, but I get it. I was too young and we didn't know what we would have done with my sister because she was definitely too young. And so they went and then they just told me about it. And I pretty sure whenever it came out on dvd my dad immediately bought it and let us watch it well that's good yeah as long as you gotta watch it did you before or after um read the books uh no i haven't i still haven't read the books like until now i i just started the hobbit because of this past weekend um while I'm writing that high, but I think I've only read Fellowship of the Ring before this, like, once in 2017, and I don't know if I even finished it. Um, but yeah, I did Rough. not, did not read it. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's okay. <laughs> do, do you have, uh... I, I want to give do you. you wear do you have actually? Okay, I'm gonna ask you later. I have a, I have a trivia question. I'm gonna ask you. No. But it's from it's from the Friendship Onion, and it's. Uh, 
trick question in my opinion though they didn't score it that way but we'll we'll, we'll talk about that we'll okay. talk about that for me so i i pointed this out multiple times when we were watching lord of the rings and maybe it's maybe it's because i'm bitter about anyone saying something bad about my favorite movies but <laughs> I, I i do think that like on the newer tv and it you know the newer upscaled version of the film emphasizes issues with the uh the cgi like it's not obviously not a perfect film it's an early 2000s film when it comes to you know the special effects it's going to have some issues Mm -hmm. but i feel like compared to because i just watched it like two years ago and then now like or the last time when we watched it it seemed like there was bigger bigger issues maybe i was just looking for it more but maybe there are a couple a couple wonky shots, but honestly, none that really like took me out of the world, you know? It yeah, it never does that. I think as much as Eric likes to shit on Peter Jackson, he did an adequate job like keeping it very you know immersive. Yeah. And that's what I. And the fucking music makes up for a lot of that. Like the music does God, so much. It fucking slaps. Cha. Like Cha. I can listen to the playlist and just that'll be enough to like make me cry and shit. <laughs> I listen to Lord of the Rings. Original soundtrack is my go-to when I'm trying to like focus on some work or something. But I need something else going on, so I just pop it on. Yeah. Works every time like a charm. Bring in that concerning hobbits, a little flute. Boom. Ready to mm. go. Very nice. Uh, very nice. I was I, I I declared it, I think you were there at the before we started watching the movies, that I was gonna because I know Eric hates on Peter Jackson a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get it out at the start that after because i i listened to all three books leading up to this in a pretty like a two-week period and i the i wanted i wanted to defend peter jackson a little bit and some mm-hmm. of the decisions he made because overall like yes there's there's individual decisions that are like why did you do that i don't it doesn't make any sense and i think yeah. that plays out more in the hobbit series <laughs> You mm-hmm. kind of like they were like red flags in the Lord of the Rings series, and then you know you brought them back for the second date. It's like, ooh, maybe not. But uh, just the 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 vibe that he creates, it just it captures the adventure and camaraderie and the the dark times and the good times and stuff. Yeah, and the world itself captures it all so well. Like the whole time during the book, I was like, "Yeah, I remember this scene from the movie, <laughs> and it's <laughs> so perfect, and like they do it so well." And it's like, well, they, you know, and the, I'm yeah. I'm excited to read the books now. Like, I want to see how I think about, or how I like parallel it with the yeah. movie, and I and see how I feel about it. And I don't, I don't want to prime you in any way. Don't want to, you know, oh. give you any ideas of how <laughs> how you should feel as you read the books. Okay. But in my in my head, whenever I go back to the books after a long period, which was the last time I read them, had been a long period. I'd kind of, 
I'd read the first and the second one a few years ago, around when Charlie and I watched them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like going from the movies back to the books is just like there's just more material, there's just more world going on, and it's yeah. it's just a deeper telling of the adventure, and I, I just. I think it's I think it's quite fun and in some cases for some people it might be better that they watch the movie first because then they have this you're like connected to the key points of the story and the characters and you have like a stronger image in your mind as like these things are playing out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah there's just more it's nice and there's a lot more songs <laughs> a yeah. lot more songs well okay a lot more there's lots of songs and a lot more singing sing songies sing songy song sings yeah which i like but i don't like peter jackson's insistence on the romance thing with aragorn and arwen that's my that's probably my biggest gripe for actually that's not true there's certain there's certain things where he just kind of changed the vibe a little bit i think that's the problem is because like yes the vibe is so good throughout the movies then but then with certain dynamics or certain individuals or certain scenes he just decides to tweak it a little bit for some reason. Mm. Like the whole... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say like the whole Arwen, uh, Aragorn, like in the in the movie, he makes it seem like Arwen hasn't chosen yet if she wants to be with Aragorn or if she wants to get on the boat and sail west. And there's like all this tension between her and Aragorn and elrond about like what she should do and elrond's all like you're stealing my daughter from me and (laughs) aragorn's like i don't even know if i want to be king and then it's like okay i guess i will be king but in the book it's just like known from the start aragorn's gonna be king that's his destiny that's what he's going for and arwen is going to be with him and elrond's cool with that he's just waiting they're just waiting for him to be king why was it like because that was like I'm not going to say it was my least favorite part of the movies, but it's like, just needless. The romance arc of um, both Arwen and uh, uh, that what's his name? Fuck Aragorn, <laughs> <laughs> and friggin' Eowyn and Faramir with that weird little scene. Yeah. Like it's just so like uncomfortable to watch, and I don't know if it's just like me being weird because i also like no. don't enjoy watching people kiss on tv because that's yes yeah. um, me too but nasty like, gross the romance was just a little like stilted it didn't yeah. feel real it didn't uh, it was yeah. just like it was a it was an exploitation of the weepy woman and you know make her cry so she's all weepy and pretty on television and i don't like that no, I don't like it either. And I don't know if... I'd, I want to find a list of like what scenes are cut from the theatrical version or for the theatrical version. Because maybe they maybe they cut out all that Arwen stuff. Because no. like in the book, it's pretty... They it's pretty. cut out the Arwen stuff. They, they didn't? Definitely, or, or, yeah, they did. she was... It was... Uh. I'm pretty sure at, at least like most of it, 90% of her scenes were in there. I guess that and, makes that's um, probably like they just the cut st- the Awen thing. The studio is probably just like 
we need to have romance or else people aren't going to like this because it's all like elves and wizards and shit. And fighting and war. And fighting and war. That's not... We need to get something in there for the women too. No. But in, in the book, it's much more like Arwen and Aragorn. Like they live a long fucking time. And mm-hmm. so they're not like rushing their romance, but they're definitely... They're already like essentially pledged to each other from the start. But Aragorn's Cute. doing his thing to like try to be king and stuff, so they just kind of wait, and then at the end they have a nice happy kiss, and now they're you know married and shit. And it's just it's not like, I mean, you know, we could have whole separate podcasts and dive into Tolkien's representation of women, but mm. I just think in this case, the the what happened on the screen is just it's just kind of awkward. It's just yeah. Like what's I don't understand what's going on. And the Erwin and Faramir in the book, I think I think it's better. It's still kind of like a unnecessary, <laughs> but they it takes place in its own it's almost like its own like chapter near the end of Return of the King. Like it's not really addressed at any other point in the books. Or in yeah, in the books. And then at then then they have this ending like building of as they're like both recovering in the hospital after the war and stuff, you know. It's like still a little better than what they give us on the on the big screen. <laughs> that and how they make Galadriel look at times when they just when they I just give don't... her the deep voice. <laughs> yeah, when they give her the deep voice and she goes all like <laughs> and I just I don't I get I get it. I like, get what you were trying but to I, do, but it I, wasn't giving. <laughs> yeah, no, to put in giving. Gen Z terms. <laughs> yeah, the term I've never used before, but I sort of understand what it means. Giving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it did but not other than that, give. It did not serve. It did not serve, <laughs> and that there's just there's little changes they made that you know you, you we could you know. I don't want to get too carried away. Mm. But there's little changes they make that's just like, why are you doing... Also, they make Faramir like a bitch in the movie when he's <laughs> actually like a really cool dude in the book. Father, please. Father, please. But like the way he like treats Frodo and Sam, like it's just stupid. And then Denethor, they actually like, I like the movie's depiction of Denethor. But he's definitely different in the book. He's much mm-hmm. more like when you first meet Denethor in the movie, you know, you're like, damn, Bad this dude's vibes. this dude's batshit. Yeah. <laughs> but then in the book, you still like kind of know that something's up, but he's very like cognizant and intelligent. And they like depict him as very like almost like, a you know, a king of old. Like he's, you know, mm-hmm. really trying to be smart, good guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, you know, just little, just little things, you know, just little things here and there. I don't know how Denethor turns out in the book, and how accurate the movie portrays the end of Denethor, but um, I think a lot of the times movies have this tendency to be like, you know, using certain camera angles and music and. Um, reactions from other actors like 
they beat you over the head with like this guy bad this guy bad and this guy um, very bad <laughs> and they keep they keep at it they're like don't forget this guy bad and so i think like from what you said like it would have been nicer to see denethor in like a more complicated character like yeah. situation type thing but like Whenever I see Denethor, I'm like, oh, this guy bad, and he eat tomato. <laughs> and he eat tomato. <laughs> Damn, can't believe I lost that bet. So, <laughs> which side of the screen he eats the tomato on? It could have been either. He was. They were cutting back and forth like crazy. Sure. <laughs> but but I it was, was always wrong. the left side. Yeah, I, I suppose. I suppose it was always the left side. But... Did you buy a coffee? I did. I did. Yes. In the morning, we went to... Uh, I paid so much goddamn money for that coffee holy moly so Did sometimes it just it just adds up we went to kraken <laughs> which fuck? it's just a little coffee place kind of near your place and i'd like been there once before and i was like okay you know i know they got like decent coffee but it just adds up so fast depending on what you're getting especially mm-hmm. if you get that alternative milk and you're at one of those places it's like that'll be an extra dollar what the fuck like, fucking like, milk what why like, not just make that mean? standard, you know? Like, who drinks, like, milk milk anymore? That's what that's what we were trying to do. Okay. I'm slowly weaning myself off of milk milk after I discovered. <laughs> I discover as if I'm the first fucking hipster yeah. in Linwood. Oh, no, I just doxed myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. L- Linwood's a big place. Sure. Anyways, I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> Should um, I keep saying it so you have to bleep more? No. <laughs> what am I? What was I talking about? I got talking about the so alt milk. Off. <laughs> what? Yeah. What milk did yeah. you get? Oat. Oat. Soy milk sucks. Oat. Yeah. Is where it's at. Almond is too flavored. Um, yeah. Almost kind of. And I never really liked milk in the first place, but I rarely drink or like cow's milk. I rarely drink it on its own. So when it's mixed into other stuff, I can like ignore it pretty easily. And then I tried mixing oat milk into stuff and I'm like, this is even less noticeable. And then when I go back to cow's milk, when I sometimes do that, I'm like, what the fuck? I can taste the cow. So I'm going to stick with oat. Nice. Same. That's, uh, I know earlier I was talking about a South Park episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but there was another one that they uh that's what they when they have the the city people moving out to the moving out to south park and their portrayal of the city people is just uh they just have them go like uh fuck like fuck, hold on i can do it tesla tesla oat milk uh, fucking <laughs> pilates and like Rude. just kind of like do that and then they just gaggle gaggle a whole gaggle of them get together yoga. kale salad yoga yeah exactly <laughs> just those and then i'm like damn stop stop hurting me i like my oat milk although i don't i'll be honest i don't know what it is but in coffee usually i still prefer dairy but i'd usually i don't get it but the occasional times that i've forgot to request oat milk i'm like oh yeah i kind of like this yeah but i just like i don't know what it is about like asking for adjustments on food that like embarrasses me to no end i just i'll take it as is i don't want to bother you you have to deal with people 
at your job on the daily and you don't get paid enough for that. So I'm going to be the non-hassle bitch that you want. Yeah. I I I get that. And I've I've gotten better at it. I don't I don't even know if it's like if you consider it the better of the the two approaches. I've gotten more selfish about it a little bit. But yeah, I I don't know. I think it just depends. I I I think like based on my time working retail, as long as they like I'm not I'm not usually going to get mad. I'm not <laughs> Fuck. No, no. As long as long as you can you can ask clearly on the first try kind of deal. Like it's it's when people come back when you've like already started doing something and are like, "Oh wait, I meant this." And that's like it's not your fault. Okay, you forgot or whatever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But as long as you like say everything up front, then it's really not that but you know, it's like press an extra button. Yeah, and then change change a step of what you're doing later, and it's not you know you you should order what you want. You know you're paying money for it. Yeah, especially when the difference is like, do you want an alternative milk? And instead of saying no, thanks, I can say oh thanks, which is basically (laughs) the same amount of syllables, and it almost even sounds the same. No, oh, you know. Yeah, I think I don't know why. I I need to get over myself. Eh, 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 eh. I, I just think we should. Uh, that's what they 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 do. Yeah, we should just default to alternative milk. I don't care. I don't care. Fuck the dairy industry. Get out of here. I know we like some people in our town that mm-hmm. I live in mm-hmm. are hesitant to take that stance because we have dairies near us mm-hmm. and we have a lot of rural townsfolk that come in and go i like my guns and i like my dairy sure sure <laughs> and then they eat bacon and stuff and you know they're just living their life i got nothing against them but i you know maybe the dairy should convert into just like alt milk dairies problem solved yeah keep your job keep your money squeeze the almond titties squeeze the almond titties can't be that hard <laughs> lord of the rings <laughs> Yes. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about Sam. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about let's talk about our favorite characters. Sorry, Skylar just gave me food. Skylar? Thank you, Skylar. Where's my food? No food for Sean. That's fine. No food for Sean. No food for Sean. Okay. Uh favorite favorite favorite, favorite care I'm going to go first. Okay, go. Aragorn. Sam, Treebeard, Gandalf. <laughs> yes. That's them. That's Those are my favorites. Boom, done. Treebeard's a nice choice. He's a pretty solid dude. And I'm not just saying that because of the fact that he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I like... You know, Eric raised an interesting point of the difference between the design or the described appearance of Ents in the books versus what they end up in the movies honestly i am happy with the movie's depiction of all their the few fanciful creatures they have you know the um the balrog the orcs are great orcs fucking i would love to be on the set designing orcs 
like putting prosthetics on them and making them look all gross like gross it's so fun <laughs> it is cool gross like the, there's that the one that um the orc the orc that is in orthonk saruman's tower and like <laughs> takes a, some commands from him and he's got like the staples down the center of his face kind of deal and, um just interesting little designs the staples staples like metal i know okay i just mean i can't remember the guy oh well oh. Wait, is that the guy with the white handprint on his face? The big no. dude? No, not the fighting Urukai. Uruk. Um, oh, shit. I should know his name, actually. Doesn't matter. But I can't remember. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. My doesn't favorite matter, orc matter. is we have, we've been eating maggoty bread for three stinking days. <laughs> three stinking days. Is that Gorshnok? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you expect me to know? <laughs> like, I've read books. Like, I know anything deeper than <laughs> quotable movies. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, sometimes I just gotta um, say it out loud, then maybe it'll it'll jog my memory. It's more for me. Uh, oh, fair. I typed in Gorshnok, uh, which is not his name. And one, two, three, four, five. The fifth result is Gorshnok on Pornhub. No! I'm concerned. No. Don't know it's what... It's Grishnok. Grishnok? Yeah. How... Oh, you looked it up. Yeah, I was, I was Gorshnok, Grishnok. I was pretty close. Right? Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the um, skinnier guy, I think. The maggoty bread guy is Oogluk. Mm. Oogluk. Oogluk's pretty cool. I like Oogluk. Yeah. I like that's another thing in the in the book. There's a lot, a lot of side characters that aren't in the movie. Um, and then mm. some like Oogluk and I already forgot his name. Don't tell me. Go. <laughs> Gorn Snack. Fuck. <laughs> Grishnak. Grishnak. Yeah, that's what I said. They they have like more fleshed out characters. You know, it's cool. Uh, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Okay, okay, okay. Cute. What other other favorite people other than orcs? Orcs are gross and dirty and mean. I. My favorite characters are obviously all of the hobbits. My top hobbit is Sam. My second is probably Pippin. Pippin! Um, uh, I can't choose between the other three, actually. But my first one is definitely Sam. He's just, like, top-notch, top-notch guy. <clears throat> I think... I think out of the... Outside of the hobbits... It should. It's probably Aragorn. That dirty Strider can. <laughs> 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 Won't finish that sentence. Yeah, I, I can fill in the blanks. Don't worry. He's just. Re- <laughs> he's just really. Yeah. Good looking. <laughs> he's good looking, and he's got that Swagger. confident 
kingly power. He's just, I know. You're he like, damn, I'll listen a, to you. Uh, and that's just, you know, that for me, it's mostly Digo, obviously, because I haven't yeah. read the books. And I have a very hard time envisioning, like, what people look like when I'm reading books. But Viggo Mortensen does a great job in, like, portraying that, like you said, kingliness, regalness. Just I like that. So noble. <laughs> they <laughs> noble <laughs> for when he becomes when he actually like gets his crown and shit. They're like, oh man, because in the book, that's one thing. One thing they do a lot in the book is describe that they do a lot. Tolkien does a lot in the book is describe the energy of characters and how it manifests physically in the eyes of others. And so Aragorn in particular goes through numerous like transformations where he's, you know, they can call him like Strider at the start, you know, and he's like this rough, dirty ranger guy, gritty, gritty man. And then eventually, you know, slowly throughout, he becomes like more and more Aragorn. And then near the end, he becomes more and more um, Elendil or whatever. And he calls himself in the French name or whatever. I don't know, whatever. Um, and but in the in the movie, they're like, "Oh shit! How do we now that Aragorn is king? How do we change his appearance so that he looks like even more like a god man king dude?" And they decide, "Oh, bath." <laughs> they, yeah, they gave him a bath, and then they gave him just like a thicker beard, like a, a <laughs> yeah. taller. Like I I distinctly remember. Like earlier, like it's very rough, obviously, and short. And mm-hmm. then they cut to him as king. Scraggly. And it's like just this full power. Like it looks fake. It, it probably isn't. I'm sure Vigo can grow a nice beard. But it's like so full and clean cut that it looks like they just glued yeah. beard on. Yeah, I see the difference. Why did I never fucking notice that? Uh <laughs> Maybe it's my my man ego is forcing me to inspect men <laughs> closely to be like, do I do I look good? Am I good looking like this guy? Mm. Yeah, and I'm just a simple woman, so I'm like handsome man, good. Handsome man, nice quality. <laughs> this is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I okay. You said all of the hobbits. How did you feel about Frodo? I. You know, I it's probably just because it's Frodo's journey we're seeing, but I like I find a lot of myself in Frodo. At least Aww. in the movies. Just like a lot of this anxious like I gotta do it, so I'm gonna fucking do it. But it makes me sad and he's like not you know, he doesn't shy away from expressing like I'm tired, Sam, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But he, like, fucking does it in the end. And I feel like, you know, I'm not going to fucking trauma dump all over you. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> some of the things in my life I really didn't... Really did not want to go through. But I did. And, like, the reason why I see Lord of the Rings is kind of like... Now I sound like stupid and pretentious, but like no, 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 of, no, 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 no. I, I, without judgment, I'm going to say that I see it as like 
a extremely magnified like parallel to my life where I made it out in the end and everything turned out okay you know and you know Fredo had to go because this PTSD is like insane <laughs> and um, I am definitely not that traumatized but um, you know life's been a fucking journey and I've been yeah carrying burdens but i'm finding my way through those burdens and i'm going to therapy which is nice and yeah life is life is like a mordor journey yeah oh (laughs) it is that's the um takeaway from all of this (laughs) well i think it like if if mr dr tolkien was doctor Mr. Doctor, I think he's he got his doctorate, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know. If he Sir Tolkien, sure, we'll go with that. Lord Tur- Tolkien, I don't know. Turkin. Uh, Turkin. He. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think he, if he was alive today, he'd be happy to hear that because it's from what I've read. Like I, like I said earlier, I try. I don't. I don't have that much of an interest diving like super deep into all his letters and shit he wrote, but. I did do some reading about it when Rings of Power came out because there was a lot of debate about is Tolkien a racist or not. So, uh, I was doing some reading and I was listening or I was doing some reading, but then I actually think it was maybe the forward to Two Towers, pretty sure. Um, he talks a little bit about like his intentions while writing the books uh and he makes it clear that it's not supposed to be a a, a direct allegory to any one thing in life like a lot of people were like oh this is him talking about like world war ii and stuff because that's what was going on at the time and it's a big war that could end the world you know Mm -hmm. and he's just like nah that's you know it's more about the journey of the individuals and that's like why the hobbits were so important in his in his work it's because like that's you know the the hobbits are supposed to be like kind of close to how he sees the average man or like what you know like the that there's there's it's it's the story of the underdog it's a nice it's a nice story about it's a nice story and stuff like that yeah it's just nice it's just a nice story all around. I think the thing about like fantasy writing is that so often, or maybe not so often, but like sometimes they, the authors write heroes that they need. And even after their death, like the characters are still very much heroes for other people. And that's what I love about like books and stories that are not real is that you can find so much meaning in them Mm -hmm. that isn't like the blandness of real life like i i'm not trying to like shit on anyone in particular because we have our own heroes and stuff like that but there's something about fucking fighting dragons or like a giant spider that like really brings a lot of like you can fucking do it bro you know yeah i know well hold on (laughs) let me grab hold on you're saying all these you're saying all these things hold on bonking my mic around all over the place god damn it um i was reading 
Yes. Uh, I was reading. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. I'll get there. I'll get there. Um. God damn it. Why am I doing this? Okay. 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 I was reading The Meaningfulness of Lives by Todd May. An essay. Todd May. Todd May. He's a guy. His name's Todd. Sure. Um. Okay, okay. So he, he's talking about, like, how do we find meaning in life? Or how do we define the meaning of our life? And he's talking about viewing life as a narrative. Because we have, you know, individual moments throughout our life, but they're all taking place within our life. It's one continuous narrative, even when it feels very disjointed at times. <laughs> and he's saying, okay, so if a human life can be seen as a story... um, uh, not, uh, okay, hold on, sorry. <laughs> hold hold okay. on, I'm getting there. Hold on, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. hold on. Whether yeah, parallel or in the same, this if it was makes the trajectory maybe it's rather more while and give it a pro. This is much difficult knowing what. Fuck it, can't find it. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. There are values we associate with a good narrative and its characters that are distinct from those we associate with good morals. A fictional character. Is, can be intense, adventurous, steadfast, or subtle. <laughs> Think of, you know, fucking Moby Dick and name some other books that I haven't read. Um, yes. Uh, and so then in our in our lives, you know, like moments in our lives, areas of our lives can like embody those same narrative traits. And like that's like, it's not, you know, the, the thing that's most exciting about, I don't know, Aragorn isn't just that he's a good person like morally because he is but it's like his energy and his adventure and his power and his camaraderie like all these like specific traits so then you know whatever our lives can be like that in ways i'm butchering yeah. todd may's point but it's a good it's good it's good that's <laughs> no, okay i i i, I understand what you're saying and i have the article thing pulled up so i'm probably going to read this after we start recording um because it's it's really interesting it's um just there yeah i don't know so much can be found in fiction and fantasy that is so not much. just you know fucking escapism or like you're not reading useful things. You need to read more about real life because this is the real life. But like, yeah, yeah I don't know. There's there's been a bunch of studies that have shown the benefits outside of just the enjoyment of like fantasy and just fiction in general. But there's actual growth in our understanding of the self, understanding of yeah like these big emotions and the roles other people play in lives and all these things it's it's good and one of i think the most quoted lines from lord of the rings maybe uh or one of those one of those deep lines that people draw a lot of meaning from the gandalf all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us you know that yeah, line yeah yeah so oh, good. in the book, just reading it, and it's it's really it's fun. Oh, well, that's another fun thing. A big fun thing about the books is like reading 
and then stumbling across a line that was like pulled verbatim from the book for the movie. Uh, he says that. He said that in the movie. He said that. He said I saw him see that. But then you get all the context that was kind of left out. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe this happens in the movie, and I just didn't pay enough attention ever. But I always, when I was thinking of that quote, I always read it and heard it as like we have to decide what to do with our life that's given to us like we're we're given this time that's ours and we have to decide what to do with it that's how i always mm-hmm. interpreted it but in the book and maybe maybe i'm just i just it just hit me a different way and neither of these are the correct meanings who knows maybe there is no correct meaning i don't know frodo is saying i wish it did not have to be oh wait okay okay gandalf says uh, before that yeah and and so so do all who live to see such times but is it is not for them to decide so he's Mm -hmm. talking like more about time as like the time period you're in you know Mm -hmm. less like your life which is yours and you can control completely but the period of time that you've been put into the events that are around you that you are forced to like live within you know yeah which, so like, like now that makes more sense with the um war having just happened when Tolkien wrote these books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, see. Wait, That's when what... did he write these books? Yeah, he wrote them Was um... it like just before World War 2? Or <sighs> fuck. Am I? Well, Lord doomed? Two Towers came out after World War 2. But did Fellowship? I don't know, the weird thing, you know, he like no, they he all came it. after World War Two. They Sorry. all came after? Okay, okay. Yeah. But, but still relevant. He, he was, like, working on them during the war and stuff. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's all very... All quite relevant. Mm-hmm. Relevant elephant. That's what elephant. I... One of the things I I liked from, like, a... Um, Someone, someone, I, I, I am someone who has tried to create things before, and so are you, and so are a lot of people. We try to create things and put things out there, and Tolkien did the same thing. And in his, in that same like prologue, preamble, whatever for the two towers, he talks about why it took him so long to get the book out, and he's just straight up like, I have a lot of other things going on, <laughs> and I work on it as much as I can, but. You know, I have a family. There was a big war going on. I have a yeah. job, and I don't know. It just yeah amused me. Not every me. author gets the opportunity or privilege to hold up in some writer's cabin and like fever dream, cocaine fueled, write it for several weeks. Exactly. Not everyone is Stephen King. <laughs> Basically, what we're learning. Yes. <laughs> Okay, you wrote, you made a note here. What note? Sam. You said, (laughs) oh. Did make Sam. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, you know what? Let's finish with a conversation about Sam. The fucking, like, nobody fucking deserves him. Like, I mean, Frodo a little bit deserved him just because he needed that, like, beacon of light world compass whatever yeah but sam is too good for this world he True. should have I, i'm pretty sure that the journey to mordor made him 
a hardier man, a man who understands hardship and is not just some privileged fat hobbit piece of shit. Because he's not, <laughs> technically, like you said. But he he should have just stayed home. He should have just stayed home, lived his life, married Rosie, and that would be the end of it. And I don't want my boy Sam to be sad or hurt or yes. fear losing a friend ever. But the series would not have been anything without Sam. I feel like he is such a shining character with great character development. And a lot of the times he's overlooked as, you know, the fat one or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's great. That's one. Fat yeah. hobbits. <laughs> he, <laughs> and he's yeah. so funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's so like t- thinking thinking about the hobbits through the lens of of Tolkien creating this you know kind of underdog race or species mm-hmm. that uh I guess just race um you know that 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 that, that, that you know they, they 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 live in a lot of solitude and then you know just for reasons sort of unknown are thrust into these positions where. Now they have to act, and it's all on their shorter shoulders, but they could easily say no and yeah. back down, but then they choose not to. And I like that each of the hobbits, each of the four hobbits, the only four, there are no others, they each have their own trajectory, trajectory, yeah. where, but they In all... Individual journeys. Yeah, and they all, like, Rose they all have this same the theme of... You know they're never forced to to do anything, but, but they gotta do what's right. But they gotta do what's right, and all of them. I, I think Sam, Sam, is the only one. I feel could be wrong. Other people might disagree, but I feel like Sam is the only one who really never like questioned his commitment to the cause. You know, like. Frodo at the start was really like, I don't want to do this. Someone else yeah. should definitely do this. But Sam, from the moment he knew that Frodo was going, he's like, I'm going to be there. Yeah. The whole way. And and Mary and Bibbin did not fucking know what they were getting themselves into. Nah, they had no idea. <laughs> and they were separated like most of the time. Um, I, I won't say that they're journey was less dangerous or anything because it definitely was being around orcs is like that but um yeah i don't know just having to not only do the journey but also be the emotional support is kind of like takes a lot out of you oh yeah it takes and a lot in the end he still you know continued to be the shining star that is samwise Gamgee. Yeah, it's it only Frodo was he, he he was the only one who suffered enough that it irreversibly changed the course of his life, you know? Like Sam was still Sam at the end, like stronger more steadfast and stuff but still sam but not corrupted by the ring not, not fucking, corrupted you know influenced by Gollum. 
so yeah and not stabbed by although, a morgul blade and <laughs> yeah you know kind of lucked out imagine what it would feel like to be sam like watching frodo kind of get like taken over yeah, by Gollum and that's like true hearing him say all these things that sound kind of gollamy and he's like oh fucking shit like the ring got to him like this is it i'm losing one of my you know i guess they were like close friends they were drinking together at the beginning of the movie right um oh yeah but, yeah good buddies yeah 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 that's a it you know it definitely seems like for sam's character you know having frodo go through those things would have is way worse for sam than if sam had gone through it like sam seems like he would have you know he would have reluctantly been like damn this sucks for sam but oh well guess mm-hmm. i'm going to die now <laughs> but <laughs> when, when it's someone that he cares about like that's that's when like shit gets real for him you know and he's like mm-hmm. oh man it's pretty i don't think i don't think frodo's that callous but no, he definitely no, no, no. would not have reacted to everything the way sam did Sam was like damage control and then some. <laughs> oh yeah, Sam did so dude, the I I they actually they included more of it in the movie than I remembered. The whole when um Frodo gets stabbed Shilobbed. by Shilob oh. and stuff and then the orcs take him away and then Sam has to go rescue him, but like that scene in the books. Yeah. So good. Ooh, I'm so like, excited. Dude, there's 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 this little scene, little little moment, where Sam has you know he flirts with the idea of like Ditching. what if what if Sam took the ring, you know oh. what if what if I put this on and became almighty all powerful Sam, and when I was reading that I was like damn someone needs to do that like if they're <laughs> gonna do some bonkers Netflix 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 <laughs> adaption, uh. Make it the one where Sam fucking takes the ring for himself and becomes this, like, <laughs> mini warlord guy who's really nice and caring to everyone around him. But then just, like, flick of a switch. It's like, I'm going to slaughter everyone. Oh, this guy's being a bitch. He's, he's going down. I can't imagine. <laughs> It'd be have, so... it, have it still be Sean Astin. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. It has to be. And it would be, it'd be so... <laughs> you just wouldn't be able to believe it the entire time. I wouldn't. I would like. I, I think I would hate watch it. I, I can't oh, take that seriously. Definitely, it would only. I couldn't. You know, don't draw it out. Make it one solid season of, or maybe it's <laughs> like a a mini series, like four one hour episodes or something. And mm-hmm. you know, don't. You know, it's not canonical or nothing. Just a fun little like maybe you can even have fun fucking thought experiment. Sam, like, maybe he falls asleep after he grabs the ring. Like, he's like, I need to take a nap for a sec. And then this is his dream. You know, you can even do that if you want. I just need to see. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Sam, like, popping that ring on and just going fucking ham. Yeah. Hey, if if anyone important is listening to this tiny-ass podcast. Hey, these, these, these ideas are free because I want them. <laughs> I just want them to happen. Please consult my friend sean my friend sean maybe that should be the name of our podcast make it more about me just me the whole way my friend sean it's it's my friend it's oh that's a good point there's a lot of you in that still (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Lord of the Rings. On. How much time? We got. We got like ten minutes left. Sure. Okay. Quick. Build your own loader character. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> I just. I want to know what race you would be, where you oh. would live, what you would look like, what your weapon would be. Would you be a single man or a married man? Mm. Is this taking place like during the timeline of the the movie? Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. I, I mean, there's there's part of me. Part of me is like, you know, I want to be one of the remaining Dunedain. Mm. You know, or the last, the last of them. What? Sticking by Strider's side in the wilderness, killing shit, being hell badass. Yeah. Valiant. Lone wolf. <clears throat> yeah, hell yeah. Lone wolf. Whoa. Lone wolf. <laughs> Lone warg. <laughs> it's either that or, I mean, obviously there's a big appeal in the Shire, but I just don't mm-hmm. know if it would be in my blood to be so ignorant of the happenings of the world like because you know I, I can't I like can I interject myself into the story can I be like oh I want to be one of the companions one of the fellowship yeah oh well shit hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 now that's a that's a whole that's that's so you would be in the fellowship yeah I want to take part in the fucking you know <laughs> saving of the world i because i don't want to i don't want to just sit on the sidelines i don't want to be one of the like mirkwood elves or some shit just oh we're off doing our own thing uh, good luck guys don't want to do that i think but do i would i actually want to be a hobbit that's what i'm that's the decision i'm facing here because life in the shire is it's paradise so yeah. yes but would I actually want to be a hobbit? I don't don't know. I'm kind of a dude. I'm kind of a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that's like the the weird crossover between like I'm a man man, but also living in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Especially in your town. My town. My town. My yeah, I'd be I'd be Aragorn's long lost younger brother. Yeah, all right, that just kind of tracks. Yeah, just slightly less important, but people still kind of look at me like, "Damn, <laughs> that's a powerful man right there." <laughs> and I can go like be you know, Aragorn would like promote me to be fucking prince of something, you know. Go out, have my lands, sure. have my womb on. <laughs> Lead charge. I'd be. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be like fucking Theoden when he's all corrupted by worm tongue, just sitting in the back. I'd be out there leading the leading the charge, protecting my city. Easy to say when I'm not like, you know, in battle gear, getting charged at by orcs, but like you know. Going by movie logic, I'm one of the main characters. Probably won't die. It's a good chance. Hmm. Good chance. Rip Boromir. 
I would probably die. I'll just make yourself one of the hobbits, then you're fine. That's true. But, I mean, I kind of, like, didn't expect you to ask if you could be part of the fellowship. But now that you have, I want to be part of the fellowship because <laughs> I have this weird level of self-importance. See, that that's the thing. I can't escape it. can't escape <laughs> it. I want to be part of the cool thing. But definitely yeah. changes. It changes the answer. I feel like it changed it for me, definitely. But what? What? How? Mm-hmm. Okay, you you wrote this, so I feel like you have you have an idea. What? What's your character? I am a hobbit. Nice. I'm a hobbit. I've got a nice little dress. Dress. And a cardigan with like flowers on it like the one i wore when we were watching that's a good cardigan i love the cardigan i can't believe i found that at valley village yeah um i would be a pie maker because in any like fantasy like town folk thing i like fantasizing that i can actually bake (laughs) i like baked goods yeah i just can't make them (laughs) um i would probably like sell my pies at the market and i would have like really long curly hair and i would have it in a half updo and i would have a cute little nose and cute little ears and i would live alone until i found some mischievous mischievous hobbit man to you know really tie down and make him realize you know there's more to life than mischief but also get into mischief with him yes a little bit of both yeah a little bit of both and i would be i would be like the love interest of one of the fellowship men (laughs) men fellowship hobbits (laughs) and then you know be sad because they're gone a long time but then they come back and i'm like oh my god let's get married so basically like a rosy cotton but not rosy cotton but not rosy which one rosy if you had to marry one of the four who would you marry (laughs) he's just such a he's just such a dummy (laughs) i love him i think i think i think being married to him would bring a lot of joy into my life yeah for sure dude he you know he has his moments they don't do it as much in the movie i mean they do like he's he's a dummy and he's portrayed as a dummy and he you know he's but I think you know, in some ways he's quite he's quite an intelligent hobbit. Yeah. Emotionally very intelligent. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I was compared to Pippin a lot. Because, like, I'm a dummy, but I have my moments. <laughs> dummy, but I got my moments. Yeah. Yeah. Pippin cool. Pippin cool. Mary, I think, is, like, a Mary. good second. But, like, I can't live up to being married to Sam. So he can have Rosie. And Frodo's just a little bag of trauma so i can't do that yeah that'd be a tough one that'd be i think there's a reason he's going off to the west yeah no no ladies in the shire form (laughs) well i hope fuck i i still i dream i dream of having a hobbit house still and i'm not gonna give i know i'm i'm 27 now some people my age own houses already. Not a lot, though. Um, not a lot, though. Not a lot, though. And some people my age have given up on 
dreams inspired by Lord of the Rings, but I just won't because fuck it. What what is stopping me from having a Hobbit house? You I know? don't know. I was thinking about this today, like in preparation for the podcast. Like it would be so nice to just buy some land and like legitimately build a Hobbit house. Like it's not. It's not an impossible piece of architecture. It's definitely doable. Is it conventional? No. But who the fuck cares about convention anymore? Yeah. You know, like I can, I if I want to live in a hobbit house, I'm gonna live in a hobbit house. Exactly. I'm still. I'm convinced that I can do it, and I will do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I believe I'm, in you. I'm convinced that if you want to, you can. You just gotta get Skylar on board. I <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he would be down because, you know, we're not very tall folk. <laughs> that is, yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have a scale <laughs> Hobbit house, unfortunately. I am pretty sure we can find a Hobbit house on Airbnb. Oh, here it is. There's a Hobbit-themed Airbnb in Washington State. Go yeah, on. my my mom sent me that or <gasps> a link to it. It's near the river. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna take Charlie there eventually. Once I could. Cute. But yeah, that's the dream. That's the dream. Have a little a hobbit house. I want a cloak I can wear. I wanna yeah. live, you know, little parts. I'm not gonna I'm not a full blown like Renaissance fair kind of fantasy cosplaying guy. Although I do wanna go to the Ren Fair. I would go. I would. It's I'm, just in the middle of August. Like that's that's a really hot time. Is that a hot time? Yes. 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 It's yes. the middle of August. <laughs> yeah. Why do they do that? Where is it? which one? You're talking about one specifically? They think huh? Puyallup. 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 Hmm. Uh. Um. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Wait. Yes. Bonnie Lake. Bonnie Lake. Which Very old Bonnie Lake. Is somewhere. Hour and a half east. Am I wrong? I don't know. I when I got thrown into the psych ward, <laughs> I had someone who. Um, I had a buddy there who was from from Bonnie Lake, and she got she got moved around a bunch from hospital to hospital, and she ended up in Bellevue, which oh okay, it's like really far south, further from Kent. Kent. So, Kent sucks. Kind of far. I know. I've heard a bunch about that. Okay, we'll go. We'll have our first meet and greet for all of our fans at the Bonnie <laughs> Lake Renaissance Fair in, in the August. Middle of fucking August. Of 2023. <laughs> if you're not sure. in full garb, no autographs. That's the rule. Feast like kings and queens as you eat your way through Merrywick. Juicy turkey legs, delicious crepes, tasty meat pies, refreshing drinks, delectable, delectable pickles. Delectable and dozens pickles. of other delightful treats are available for your enjoyment. Damn, that sounds good. good. Can we, I want to do at least once a month. 
That's just, this is something I would I'm looking forward to when I get to own a home, preferably a hobbit house, and I get to have a large dining table. I'm I want to hold monthly feasts at least Ooh. where yeah. just go ham everything that you would find at the Renaissance fair or whatever just all laid out. I I want That's just Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Yes. I want Friendsgiving. Even thinking at least once a month. Friendsgiving. But that's just a lot of Thanksgivings, you know. Yeah, it's just a lot of Thanksgiving going on. Yeah, it's just such a busy weekend. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's our loader episode. Yeah, you know, just kind of talking about it. Yeah. We like it. We uh, like it. It's a fun time. Read the books, then we'll do another one. <laughs> I will. And, uh, and uh, yeah, great series. Uh, Recommend yeah. it to everyone who hasn't seen it. Although, there are some people who are, like, averse to the whole, like, high fantasy hey, thing going on. I was which, listening. you know, understandable. To, it's not for everyone. Yeah, um, you know, I, I get it. But I was listening to The Friendship Onion, which yes. we recommend to everyone. Don't listen to our pad, pod, podcast. Yeah, Go listen to Dominic Monahue and Billy, Billy Boyd. <laughs> the Friendship Onion. Mary and Pippin, Pippin and Mary, which either which whatever way it is, uh, in one of their episodes they were talking about Billy's mom reading the Lord of the Rings because she would come to the set while they were filming and like visit them in New Zealand all the time. Yeah. And Billy was like, "Hey, you, you know, if you're going to be doing this, you need to know like who these characters are and stuff." Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't like, I don't, it's got wizards and dragons, and I just don't <laughs> yeah. like that. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. But then yeah. she read it, and because Billy Billy told her, hey, Mom, it's not, it's not about that. It's about the people and the journey and you know, the world and, and hope and love and these big grand ideas. And uh, then she read it and she loved it and then never read any other fantasy ever. So, yeah. If you're Goddamn. like Billy's mom, she was just so put off. <laughs> give it a try. Yeah, she's like that was actually garbage. So. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys just next jokes, time, Mrs. Boyd. Yeah, see you guys just, next just time. Just joiks. Just joiks. Just joiks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.